I got Mixcraft go. 9. <laughs> Mixcraft. Oh, oh, get don't leave out the nine, bro. It's not just oh, Mixcraft, okay. it's Mixcraft, Mixcraft nine. nine. Okay, all right, sweet. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even know what logic I'm on. I think I'm on the first logic ever, mate. I'm one of those guys where when I see an update in the right-hand corner, I just, remind me tomorrow, mate. Remind me yeah. tomorrow. I just always think, by update, do you mean ruin what's been working for the last three years? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's basically what And then an plus as well, is. it's like, oh, it's going to take 12 hours and you need to have it plugged in. I'm like... Just just remind me the same message tomorrow and I'll press remind me tomorrow, tomorrow as well. If your update comes with a $300 compressor, count me in. I'm happy to update, <laughs> but I don't think it does. I think it, I think it just saves your ass for when you fry my computer. So whatever, we're moving on. Mate. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Mm. And I've got a bombshell right straight off the bat. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's snap us okay. in. Okay. <laughs> what? I can't even <laughs> think straight. What? There we go. Right, snap. That was the one. Okay, cool. Talking about updates. Ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about updating your Mac or PC or whatever and mm. always, always pressing the remind me tomorrow button. Anyway, talking about updates, my mate sent me um, the only the only other guy I send voice notes to and it's pro... They're, you know, they're like a quarter of the amount I send you, right? Okay. That's and, all the, and, he, and he was really happy about this. He <laughs> sent me a screenshot and it said the new Apple update means you can skip through the voice note. So like, let's, oh. say, let's say someone calls you or whatever. So you can just go back to where you left off. You don't have to listen to oh. my three minute voice notes start to finish every time. Bro, that's been our entire, I mean, that's the only reason we haven't gotten married yet is because of that frustration <laughs> in our relationship where I'm just like, I, okay, seriously, I can't even hide it anymore when I'm listening to, let's say it's one of your five minute bangers. Yeah. And I'm at minute four and Amber calls and interrupts that. And I have to start from the beginning. I feel so bad for her because when I, I literally click the answer button, I go, yes. And she's like, <laughs> oh, crap. Did I just interrupt a voice note from Eddie? And I'm like, yeah, but you interrupted at minute four of five. So now I have to listen. Now I have to literally put my phone somewhere else and let it run for four minutes and then come back to it. Mate, so I can't listen to the whole thing twice. It's terrible because you never know, uh, you know, arguably the last minute of a voice note is where the real magic happens. You know, that's where the magic <laughs> And like, that's where, know, that's where the magic happens. And also, you never know if like someone's going to, you know, going to ask you a question or something important right. about a podcast, about losing leads or whatever it may be. So oh. you, you need to, you need to listen to those 30 <laughs> seconds, those 60 seconds, you know. Listeners, if you had any idea what the last couple minutes of voice notes sounded like, let me just see if I can skip back to. What do yeah, I you, you should be able to. I just sent him a voice note. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We don't want to. <laughs> oh my God. That is so good. Is How so did I good. choose that one out of all of them? I'm literally sweating right now. <laughs> oh my God. That is oh, so welcome good. Welcome to there, drum with Mike and <laughs> There must be another one on there, surely. Yeah, oh, there's a thousand. I don't know why I picked that one. I, but I mean, obviously, they don't come labeled like choose this one. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh. Hey, buddy. That's me. That's you. That's you. Yeah. What is going on? For fuck's sake, man. So looking forward to doing this episode, mate. <laughs> Basically, it's the bit that the bit that connects my <laughs> interface. So it's like the adapter from my Mac to the lead that connects the leads to connect <laughs> my interface computer. And it's not in the my little green bag that I have. <laughs> oh my <Okay>. god, mate. <laughs> And then, I was just telling you, like, that's that's what the last 20 minutes has been like for me and Eddie. Yeah. Of just 
him trying to find an adapter. Me, I was doing a live lesson on the website. We're running around like crazy. Oh, Holy yeah, moly. I, I was like on my hands and knees in my in my baby's room, like in the pitch black, trying to find this bit of lead that he's like misplaced. Turns out I misplaced it, which is cool. So that's fine. I can play. I'll just play my two year old. Anyway, the voice note <laughs> after that was me just being like, "Damn, man! Like I want to cry. Like I'm set up." And then I found it live on the voice note. That's why that did happen. And gents, Always listen to the last 60 seconds of your voice notes. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because the first 20 seconds, the podcast was canceled. We were moving it to tomorrow. But yep. because I listened to the whole thing, <laughs> I got to be live when in the moment you're like, oh, my God, I found it. It's, <laughs> did you say it's by my shaving cream or something? Mate, I don't know what happened. It was like on the shelf that I have all my aftershaves on. <laughs> like, mate. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, it oh my God, bro. Uh, you want to mm. talk about another bombshell? Yeah, go on. We stepped in it. Because the cycling community is strong and they came after me hard this last week. Yeah, someone someone DM me, mate. I just deleted it and just pretended it never happened. (laughs) (laughs) They were not happy with me calling out their old man balls. Uh, Okay, here's the deal. First of all, to the people that DM'd me that like, well, you should do this and you should try this and you would shave off five seconds of your quarter mile time if you did this and you should... Stop shooting on me. You don't have to shoot me with anything. I don't should you. I didn't say you should stop wearing those and you should start wearing cargo pants while you cycle. You should do whatever makes you happy. Me wearing a full kit like I'm racing for America, that doesn't make me happy. You know where I ride my bike? From my house to my work, casually. I'm not trying to shave five seconds off the quarter mile. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. Yeah. So... I still feel the same. I, I still, still don't understand why there's 287 logos on a shirt to ride a bike. You're not sponsored. Mate, I feel I feel even more passionately about what we said last week. Because yes, <laughs> yesterday, mate, I don't know what happened, right? So I live like kind of in the country. Um, and there's a lot of like country lanes, which means, you know, okay. there's just two lanes. And they're tiny. And there's yeah, a lot yeah, of... There's so a lot you don't of, have a bike lane. Yeah, there's a lot of like bends, right? So if 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 there's cyclists... You're kind of screwed. You, you got to wait until like, you know, you can see ahead. No more cars coming. Anyway, right. there was about five or six cyclists, right? And that's that's cool. But just like, just be together. Do you know what I mean? Don't be like <laughs> spread out. Because now there's no way of overtaking you because there's no way of getting around the first one, then the second one, then the third one, then the fourth one. Right. Fifth one. So honestly, this drive that took me about... Like it normally <laughs> takes me about 15 minutes. It took me about 45 minutes. Thanks to these cyclists, mate. And they're having a jolly good time. They're chatting amongst themselves, <laughs> overtaking each other and then sitting back all right. in Lycra. Um, and the whole time I'm thinking, when I, when I pass you, I'm going to wind down my window and hell, like hail abuse at you. But I never, I never did it. They, they <laughs> probably because of the Lycra, they sped off before I could. Um, they, yeah, they're fast. They're I fast, mean, and I, I'm not against it. I, and I also know that if I did ride a lot, like say 30 miles, yeah, I'd probably want some shorts that had some padding built into them. I get it. All I'm saying is the bike still works. Oh, and by the way, I said you can ride in jeans. I don't ride my bike in jeans. Like it's a thousand degrees around here. <laughs> so if you saw me on my bike, I don't look like I'm going like to the mall to pick up chicks. Like, I've got workout shorts on. I've got like a noble shirt on. I, I'm ready to sweat. I'm just saying I don't need spandex and a shirt that has Mate, sponsors that are made up on it. The only reason why they're getting at you in the DM is because deep down they know. 
they know. Yes. They 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 put that spiky little pointy helmet on and they go, <laughs> I look like an idiot. Like there's, you know, I feel insecure. And now Mike and Eddie are, are really, they are they are bringing my insecurities to life. And and we're just telling them what they already know, mate. So that's why. You know what? Hey, I, I'll use one of your phrases. Bless them. Because yeah. I wore the hell out of a Thomas shirt when I was a kid, a pearl right. shirt. Are you sponsored, Mike? Nope. But I just want everyone in the world to know that I play drums. So I'm on board with it. I get it. All I need is for you guys to accept me as I am. So I don't want you to start wearing something different. I don't need you to stop wearing spandex. I just need you to understand why I don't. That's all I'm asking for is some decent understanding, some patience, and some acceptance that I'm not ready to wear spandex. Moving on. I think yesterday I sent you a video that no one else besides the director and myself have seen. Yeah. It was amazing. Bro. Your response yeah. meant the world, man. Yeah, it meant it's all good. Man. I lied. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna mess with you. You told me that you're sending another guy DMs. I did send that video to Carter McLean as well. Did you? I, I just have to get it out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What did he say? Uh, he actually, for Carter, he said some really nice things because a compliment <laughs> from Carter is a thumbs up. If you get a thumbs up, that's like him jumping around the house and kicking things over me, like this is amazing. So he said some really nice things. Um. I think it was pro in all caps. I'm not going to read his text because I don't want to expose his style of texting. But uh, I think it was it was very nice. And so I'm the most important thing is I'm stoked on it. I think it accomplishes what it was set out to accomplish, which is to get people excited about trying out new drumsticks. So yeah. uh, by the way, we're speaking of the Vic Firth video for the new Any One stick that's coming out in October. And the promo video that I went and shot in LA is finally done. Um, except for some fishing line that still has to be taken out in virtual effects later. Oh yeah. The old fishing line with the old, um, it is tough know. to get sticks to levitate. I can tell you that. I was going to say, tried. I was going to say there's no, you know, it doesn't matter how much cash you got in your pocket, how much nope. budget, you know, it's near. Impossible I had David Copperfield there. I was like, can you just, he's like, yeah, I do a fishing line. I was like, Oh Jesus, even you bro. <laughs> Come on. Copperfield, you got this. Yeah. Um, mate, so yeah I'm amazing. stoked on that. It was amazing, man. Yeah. Very, Thanks, buddy. very, um, what's the word? I don't want to use pro because that's what Carl said. It, when I say in my voice note, it's, it was, it's a whole nother level, you know, it's like a sheen to it. Like, a, oh, okay. Yeah. This is how the big boys do it. Yeah. Very, it, I would, very. yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's why I wanted to involve uh, Richie in the first place was cause just, he's, he's just really, there's a, a sweet spot of being a director for professional social media content. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there it's, it's a, it's not a movie. It's not a commercial on TV but it's also not you just holding your phone or even me making a video with my stuff. It's there's, I mean, dude, there were 20 people on set for that. So it, it is pro. I mean, it's not Richie reaching out and being like, Hey, I heard you have some of those Sony FX threes. Why don't you bring those down and a couple of your tube lights? It's like, no, there's a budget. We shot on a red and we had, you know, a, a guy on a steady cam and we had a full, we had a DP and we had, we had everything. And it's like, it, it shows in the end product. So I can't wait for you guys to all see that. But today is about breaking down some of our favorite grooves. First thing that I have to get out of the way is the fact that we don't have time to break down all of our favorite grooves. So Eddie and I both chose two grooves. It doesn't mean that these are the best grooves in the world. It doesn't mean that these are our favorite grooves of all time. They're just, I would say like if I was going to show somebody the drumming that I liked groove wise, these that I cho- these two that I chose, they would make it in there at some point and be like, oh, and you got to check out this and you got to check out this. So 
Okay. Hopefully, if you guys are okay with it, we will do more and more and more of this stuff. These are, these are like two grooves for me that that make me want to go play drums at the minute. Like that, I that says something. Yeah, one of them is a stone cold banger. Like <laughs> you, this song will never die, never, never die. And I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's going to expect it when they when I when they when, when you first play, mate. <laughs> but when you listen to it, anyway, whatever. We'll get into it. But this, okay. this this makes me wanna, and I am actually gonna do a little like playthrough video just for, just for Instagram with this specific section of this track. That really? I'm play. It is, okay. Are, it is so good. Are <laughs> we going example one or example two? Uh, example one. Okay, because you you went. I mean, I, I gave the name. So if you guys don't know, we're using a podcasting app that allows us to see each other. It's it's kind of like Zoom, but it's made just for podcasting, and I. Mine has the names, the tracks, and the people, and all I got from Eddie is example one is an example two. Yeah, I, I he didn't went, want me um, to know anything. No, nah, I went. You know, I, I put it into Logic, exported it, and thought I'm going to be a little bit saucy, a little cheeky, me. if you will. Yeah, exactly. No, I appreciate it. So cheeky. Right, I don't let's... know which one's which. <laughs> I could tell when I asked you. I was like, and he doesn't know which ones he sent me. All right, let's see what example one is for one of Eddie's favorite grooves, and then we'll break it down a little bit. overlooked i think because there's well one that would i don't think that would be overlooked at all if it wasn't such a massive hit mm. but it became so massive that people couldn't get away from it yeah exactly and it's mate, it's one of those i i recently listened to it again because i saw a rapper called jack harlow who's a mate one of my okay. favorite rappers he just put it on live and he had the whole crowd with their phones up in the air just like doing this just vibing out for like 30 seconds yeah. and i was like mate that, that song is amazing i listened to it and when you listen to those um the verse yeah the first chorus has no drums which is just genius and it comes back in with like the the beat and there's so many little like layers of hi-hats and patterns going on that yeah you just sort of like you can envision playing it on a real set of hats and then there's that feel where you kind of want to do like a but then it's got that yeah. those two little open height mate two little oh my god mate insane just sprinkles yeah. of hi-hats sexiness mate you know, and it's it's also a really cool thing to if you tried to actually learn that because when you hear it, the first thing you do as a drummer is you go, okay, I got it. It's a Gadsden groove, 16th note groove on the hats. I'm done. And then you just, what you do is you start, we talked about yes or last yesterday, we talked about last time with the raindrops. You start playing drums without ever learning the drum part. You mm. just hear like, oh, I'm in. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like a four bar pattern, man. You got a lot to learn before you just start going in. And once you start listening, you're like, oh, but the kick and the hats don't play together there. And the snare and the hats don't play together. There's a little linear thing in there. Even though it's based off this Gadsden groove, it's a complex groove. And then all of a sudden you hear that, the, the little yeah. kind of open hi-hat stabs. And Mate, it's really it's, nice. It's, it's a, really cool, man. It's a just a game-changing song, man. I mean, like you listen to it and it just puts you in a great mood. But yeah, that that made me want to play it. I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a groove right there. That's it. And... I, I think that's one of those ones that 
if you tried to sit down and play it, you would have a whole new respect for that song. Yeah, 100. Mate, the kick pattern is actually quite hard. So it like does one phrase and then another phrase and then it comes back to the first phrase and then that the second phrase, is it, it changes. So like fit the vocal line. It's really cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's kind of hard. Very hard. Let's listen to it one more time. Yeah. Because I get a thousand hugs from 10,000 lightning bugs as they tried to teach me I actually want to go learn that groove now. Yeah, it's really, mate, it's really cool. And like the, all the feels that he does, because um, I went online to like watch the live versions and the, the drum is actually quite reserved. But like, mate, if you wanted to, you could just chuck in a few little linear feels in there and it's, it would sound yeah. good. But, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the one for me. I heard that and I was like, right, I want to go play. Like, you know, those grooves that just make, they just like get you in the studio and playing drums. Yeah, Love 100%. It. All right, here's the exact opposite. This song <laughs> makes me want to give up the drums. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, one of my favorite drummers of the past five years or so is Richard Spaven. I've been lucky enough to have a friendship with him and just get to know him a little bit as a person and as a player. He's, you know, if it's, he's, it's one of those people that you always say, like, he's an even better person than he is a drummer. And he really is. He's a sweetheart guy. Um massively intelligent. And I would say, I mean, you know, you live in the UK, but I would say in the world of drum and bass and hip hop live drumming, he'd be on the short list of people you would call in the world. If you were a DJ, if you were uh, an MC, if you were doing anything like that, it's, you know, you've got him, Questlove, and maybe two or three others. And that's kind of it as far as mm. the big dogs that can handle this stuff. Um, so the, the song, The Self, is one of those songs that, <clears throat> excuse me, it's in 4-4. The first time I heard it, I I literally couldn't even find the one <laughs> at all. I mean, I just was like, okay. Uh, but fucked. I could, yeah, <laughs> bro, we are not <laughs> breaking this thing down because I was, I did a festival with him in Spain and uh, we we were lucky enough to just have some alone time afterwards. I think we we're maybe the only two guys um, on the festival that like spoke English as our first language. So we just spent a lot of time hanging out. And we and the self had just come out. And he's like, "What do you think it is?" And I kind of told him. And I think I think he had me write it down on a napkin. But anyways, it was a very embarrassing moment as a drum teacher how wrong I was. <laughs> I wasn't even I wasn't even in the ballpark. He was like, "Well, first of all." Wrong time signature. <laughs> Second of all, where you think the one is, that's not the one. Um, but the cool thing is, it's very obvious that this is a loop. And what I mean is his part, he is playing it live, but his part is looped. He's not improvising, but it's it's it just feels like it's improvised because it's so not normal for what we're used to okay. hearing. So are you familiar with the song, by the way? No, no. Okay, well, hold Take on to your cheesecakes. Here we go. Watching my soul collide, it's alright. We made it through the night. Make the best of me. You keep hanging on for life, and it's alright. At least. Oh my God. Good wow. night. First of all, who's that singing? Uh, Jordan Rakai. Wait, mate, insane voice. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. 
right? No, <laughs> I have like, no idea. Oh, we've got maybe. a nice little doom, doom. <laughs> and then it's like, nope. I know nope, what you mean. It, it's it, like, you just assume he's just making this up as he's going along. Yeah, but then when you listen to it, it's like, wait a minute, it repeats every two bars. Like, this is this is a pattern. He's just disguising where the one is. So it brings me to the topic of displaced backbeats, where we just assume that the snare always has to be on two and four. But I think what makes a backbeat isn't that it's on two and four. It's that it's consistent. It's that you've chosen to place it on the same spot. So if I decide that, the backbeat is on, say, the E of two and uh, let's say the and of four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. That's still a backbeat. Mm. It's just where, but what if I don't put the bass drum on the one and I put the bass drum on the E of one and then all of a sudden you assume that's the one and now you're displaced and there's like this moment where what you are hearing is you're interpreting it different than what it actually is. So uh, Gavin Harrison, Gavin Harrison has a book called Rhythmic Illusions. And one thing that I loved about that book, especially as an educator, I just, I remember burning with jealousy when I saw this on the page because it's what I do for a living. And I, I thought I was good at it until I saw this, but he wrote the groove and then right below it, he wrote the groove and it had an ear next to it. And it was basically saying, here's what you play and right below it, here's what they will hear. Here's what they'll yeah, think they're hearing. Interesting, yeah. And I was like, oh, and, and I mean, Rhythmic Illusions, what a great name for what he's doing, which is modulating in a way that just makes you hear it differently. And so in this case, I mean, with Richard, I think one, the displacement of the groove while the singer is singing a very straight ahead 4-4 song, like very mellow mm-hmm. and chill. Um, and I've also always said to my friends, like, when you listen to this, realize that this man this singer has chosen to go the artistic route. I mean, this could have just a normal backbeat behind it. And maybe it, you know, maybe it becomes a big hit in the pop radio, but he chose to push the boundaries of music and have this groove underneath it, which I think will actually long-term make this song legendary. But that's besides the point. When you listen to this, you, you can see that Richard had the idea to displace things and to move them and to move where you hear them. And also to give you that moment of I'm done figuring this out. I'm just going to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, 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 I surrender you win. I don't know where the one is, but I also know that I like it. So yeah, which I'm is, just going to listen to it. Let's exactly. listen to it one more time and see if anyone can figure out where things land. And we're not going to guess. Take a breath and leave Watching my soul collide It's all right We made it through the night Make the best of me You keep hanging on for life And it's all That's crazy, man. People's brains work so differently, man. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like, when you hear drummers like that and who write parts like that, you're like, mate, you work in, you know, like, it's just so funny how we can do the same thing but work completely differently. Well, and I think it's it's really hard to find the balance between are you being weird to be weird or 
are you, that's just who you are, but it still works. That The thing is like that, that works. Mm. Like I said, I, at some point, the drum nerd in me throws in the towel and I give up and I go, but the song is really good with the drums exactly how they are. So maybe, maybe I can't clap to it or I can't jump on the kit and play it right away. But I still love the song. I think the toughest thing is knowing when you hear the drumming, it's like there's nothing in there that I can't physically do. <laughs> I just don't know where the freaking one is. Yeah, I can't exactly. start it. Like I know I know how to play chick chick cat. I can do all that. I just don't know how, I don't know where you're starting. There was a part of me, probably like two bars in, I got really annoyed. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Right, yeah. Wow, well, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Never really, mind. But it's the same with like um, Boniver and also, um, yeah. oh, what's his name? I forgot his name. I had it a second ago. Where you listen to the music and it's just so not what you think it's going to be. But then you just, like you said, you just sort of zone out after a while and, and then yeah. subconsciously just you begin to learn it and understand it. But that's the weird thing is like, uh, as a, it, it's very weird to me that when it comes to something like that, and I have lots of examples of things like that, but with something like that, I actually can internalize it as a human better than I can as a drummer. The human side of me loves it and I just give into it and I, I don't commit my body to any pulse. Like I just kind of swirl in yeah. a circle and I'm like, yeah, it's all the one. It's all the one. And the human, <laughs> like I'm not committing. I don't yeah. want anybody to physically see me wrong. So I'm just doing these little swirls. But I, the human in me is like, yeah, I dig it. I don't have to explain to anybody. It's just frustrating as a drummer because as a drummer, I'm like, no, I, I can play this stuff, but I can't. So, yeah, you, uh, you want to understand it. You want to be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, All right, example number two from you. Okay, do you cool. know what it is? Yes, I do. So this is like, I mean, yet again, just a beat, a beat, a groove and a band basically and a drummer that just makes me want to go play drums. And I love that at the minute, man. You know, anything to get me in there and just having a good time. Um, and this is one of my favorite bands at the minute called Turnstile. So they're like a hardcore Ooh. band. They started, well, yeah, they are a hardcore band, but I just class them as rock, I guess now. They're, they're, they're quickly becoming and they're going to be one of the biggest rock bands. They're insanely good. And they're, they're doing things with like punk and hardcore that I don't think anyone else has done. And this song really? is the perfect example of that where it's a really just like, I mean, they are the king, right? Of having like time changes and different groove sections that like sound completely different, but it works. Um, and their live shows are mental, mate. Like really? you are getting your head walked on. You are getting like <laughs> front, like I, I like a 12 foot geezer somersaulting on your face. Like it's crazy. Um, but anyway, this song is wicked. And it's, I love when hardcore bands just put in a little bit of like, I don't know, just a little, you'll see what I mean. Just a little bit of sauce in there. I love it. Let's listen to some of the sauce. Yeah, insane. Like they 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 started off as like a really like just straight up hardcore. I mean that is hardcore, okay. you know. But like, and now their new albums like a mixture of just like I don't know. Um, what's that band? Ah, um, oh, I, I, I'm forgetting more re references today. But they're just great. And I chat to the drummer a bit now on Instagram, and he's he's a legend, and it's just wicked, man. Yeah, and that's got like that's got a little bit of like 
punk to it. Yes. You know, yeah. um, <clears throat> but on, more on the indie side of punk, like the punk that never became radio punk that wasn't pop punk but it's got especially in the vocals like, i mean that's like yeah kind of you can tell they know their history of punk oh, there's mate. like some exploited in there and some yeah 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 some exactly good stuff. exactly yeah mate. but mate it's it's uh their new album's insane but i, I love it mate because they they've got all these weird little patterns in the music now which are like obviously overdubbed or you know like a an electronic instrument or some sure. sort or like additional percussion i guess and do you hear that little hi-hat work in there yeah 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 like or whatever it is. I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's the... the I love stuff where I'm always trying to think, okay, does this... Did this drummer track that? Yeah, exactly. Like all in one take? Yeah. Or is like, is okay, well, how's he going to play? Like, okay, so I mean, basically, and I'm sure the drummer doesn't want to hear this, but basically he's playing a soca. So soca means soul calypso. So he's basically playing... Boom, gat, gat, doomed, gat, gat, doomed, gat, gat, right? And so if... If you just take hardcore over to, let's say, Trinidad, uh, he'd be set. He can do this. But <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm thinking That's in my it. Soka, <laughs> I'm thinking in my Soka terms, wait, how does he get to the ride while he's doing that hi-hat thing? Yeah, exactly. These, like little ride parts. And I'm like, nah, it's overdubbed. And then I start thinking, I bet, I bet he could do that because he's going to have to. Well, one thing about being in a hardcore band or even a new metal band, you always are thinking, well, we have to tour on this record. And exactly. I'm sure as hell not going to play to loops with my rock band. Well, I mate, I like this band. They don't play to click. Like they get on stage. There's no like big glamorous, like egotistical, like walk on. They just walk on stage, pick up their guitars and just start playing. And then the crowd go it's absolutely ballistic. But I noticed he's got an SPD and like there's a few um, like 808s and stuff on the record that he's actually playing with the SPD. So I'm trying sure. to like find a live version of the song to see if he's doing it. But mate, like, I love what he's it. doing. Man. I love That's it. I cool. love hardcore with a bit of like just straight up groove, man. It's so yeah, yeah. good. Love it. And a little bit of flair. I mean, that's the thing. It's like at some point, I got it. You have fast feet. You got blast beats. It's amazing. And it is, I'm not making fun of it. This isn't like spandex shorts. I mean, it's like, it really is amazing. And I can't do it. Yeah. And yeah I yeah. couldn't do it. And so I, I do. But at the same time, I, I think the problem that I've had with, some, I don't have a problem with it, but the reason why I've never fully jumped on board is because it does become a bit homogenized. It all kind of is on the same dynamic level. A lot of people for a long time in the metal scene have been using a very similar set of samples. So it kind of all sounds the same to me. And I, I don't mean to sound like, you know, old man about rap, like it all sounds the same, but it, it it's like, no, but it sounds the same because it is the same because you're not recording your drum set anymore. You guys are yeah. all using the same sample. You're all so using really drums. Does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally <laughs> all using get good drums. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you guys, like the one guy that could record them really well, sampled them. <laughs> like now you guys all have nollies and, yeah. and math samples. <laughs> so it's like, so anyways, I love when there is a bit of flair or like, you know, I, I mean, even back in the day when Refused would come out with an album, it was like, oh, I can't wait to hear how who tracked their drums and how they were tracked versus the Deftones album that came out the same year versus Snapcase is doing a new album and Earth Crisis is doing a new album and mm. hardcore was part of it was tracking your drums. So anytime I can hear personality in that stuff yeah, mate. and hear, I'm like, okay, mate, I'm you in, would, man, I'm in. I'll send you some links. I'll send you some videos to watch because um, he's got a couple of drum cams, not that he's recorded. Yet again, he's just so cool, mate. You're like, he doesn't do anything. Like the band right. don't really do much social media. Well, they do, but you know, not as much as you would assume they would do. Sure. And yet they're just like, 
packed out shows, like merch sells out in literally like 10 minutes, not even. Um, I'll send you some links, mate. You'll like it. You'll enjoy it. Okay. I would love that. All right. Now the last one for me is from another hardcore band by the uh, trumpet player Roy Hargrove. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) So, so, but this is why I, I was so excited to do the episode because I had these two <laughs> so like that no one was going to expect it. It's beautiful. I, I love it. Uh, so when I was, I'd just come off the road with Simon Says. I quit my band. I mean, it, it was over and I got back into uh, the Sac State Jazz Band and the Sac State Latin Jazz Ensemble because those were like the closest places that I could get back into school music and stuff. So I was playing at the local college and we did some combos and stuff. And I had this insane trumpet player, Anthony Coleman, who it was kind of one of those things where I live in a small town. Um, it's, you know, we are two hours away from San Francisco. So anyone that can really play is going to just move down to San Francisco. So we always lose our best musicians because we're two hours away from a really great city that has great music. Yeah. Or you could go to LA, which is, you know, a 45 minute plane ride. So we kind of, every time, if you're good at something in town, you leave. And so anyways, Anthony Coleman was one of those cats where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to play with like a legit trumpet player who should have left by now, but he's still here. And anyways, he would start teaching me, what did I miss while I've been on the road for the last six years? And he's like, oh, you got to check out this, got to check out this. And he kind of introduced me to this new world of jazz that wasn't just swing. And it was a mix. He was very into the mix of hip hop and jazz together. And so Roy Hargrove did this album and there was a a track on it that Q-Tip from Tribe Called Quest was on and Erica Badu. And I can't remember, I've seen Roy Hargrove quite a few times live and usually he has this drummer, Willie Jones III. And I'm not positive who's drumming on this, but I think it might be Willie Jones III. If you guys know for a fact, please drop me a line in the Patreon group and let me know who the drummer is. Um, because I don't have the CD jacket anymore. So it's kind of hard to figure it out. Man, I miss but the CD is, jackets, man. Oh, oh, I miss oh, all that information. Like, so good, mate. Opening it, it up, taking heaven. it out, spending about 15 minutes to actually get it out without ripping the... Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, and get it back in without messing up the yeah, edges. Yeah, those oh. little clips that you had to get the paper under just to get it if out. Somebody, if, if somebody said, okay, you can download the album for $9 or for $20, we'll mail you the CD jacket that goes with it. I would spend 20 every Same. time. 100%. Every time. I, I, like, I miss it, knowing that information. Reading like who mixed it and produced it and recorded it, all that kind of stuff, like the lyrics. Well, that's the thing is, I feel like we don't have famous engineers right now because we don't know who the hell did the last 20,000 albums. Yeah. Where back at, in the day, like I knew who the pop guy was. I knew um, that Sylvia Massey, I was like, wait, so a chick mixed the Tool albums? Yeah, and she lives in Oregon. You guys could just drive up there and have her mix one of your songs. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. I have no idea who's mixed anything in the last 20 years. It, yeah. It's very annoying. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this is um, a song that I think Willie Jones III is on, but I'm not positive. And this is about four minutes deep into the track. It kind of, it's this hip hop track. And then it goes into this really cool organic hip hop vibe, but with a very non- hip hop drum beat. So check this out. This is one of my favorite. This groove always gets me on the kit. I've never learned it. I don't ever want to learn it. I just go to the kit and make something similar to it. Okay.
That is heaven. I mean, that was such an eye-opener. I remember when Anthony and I sat in a room at his apartment and, you know, he puts the CD on and you just have that awakening moment of like, wow, that's not the instrument that I play. Yeah. Like I play. And I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I bet that guy doesn't even have an 18 inch floor tom. <laughs> I bet he doesn't even have a 20-inch china. What the hell's he doing he over there? He doesn't have a coin on his bass drum uh, skin, does he? <laughs> he doesn't have a silver dollar mm. on his bass drum. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing a 12 by six and a half brass crank with a marching head on it. Oh. Um, and yeah, and so that was kind of that eye-opening thing. It was also one of those moments where I started thinking about drum grooves in two bars. Let them develop let that you know the groove mm. is a one bar groove but the second bar is a variation on the first bar and it makes it a longer pattern it, it makes it less so that somebody could just immediately figure it out it makes it a story and that groove right there was one of them that i just thought and i remember thinking this is the most hidden gem ever i mean obviously because i was coming out of the rock touring thing i didn't know who was who in the scene and then about Four years ago, I was uh, at the camp that I do in Ireland, the 21 Drums Camp, and we were just hanging out at a at a bonfire at, at night, and I hear that song come on. Uh, we, we were just using people's phones to play tracks, and I look over at Mark Juliana, and he had picked it on his phone, and I was like, you know this song? I love that, mate. I love he's that. like, of course. And then I, that was one of those moments where it's like, of course, we all know that we all found the same hidden gems. We all thought they were hidden. But if something's amazing, it's going to make its way in there. Like um, uh, the first song you played, is that Fireflies? Or yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's just one. It's like you can easily talk smack about it unless you've sat down and tried to play it. And you realized, yeah, my bad. Um, that 11-year-old in his room <laughs> that programmed this, he's pretty badass because I can't yeah. play this damn thing. And also as well, like, you know, the, 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 the genius songwriting. You know, like yes. those people who like talk smack on those huge pop songs. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I get, I get it. You know, you're bored of it. You've heard it a million times. It doesn't have a, an electric guitar or a flipping, you know, a double bass drum in right. there somewhere. But like, mate, you try and sit down and write a song that will last forever. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> good luck. Insane. Yeah, but mate, yeah. I love that. That talking about grooves that get me on the kit. I hear that and I immediately just want to just just groove and just play kicks in their hats. Yeah, I mean, I want to listen to it one more time because I want you guys to listen to what's happening. There's like this shuffle. It's basically a swung Gadsden groove, but it's not full shuffle. It's not, and it's not, it's some, it's what we would call a greasy in between the cracks groove. But then he throws in these little breaks and these little 32nd note moments and one little hi hat bark. And it's just the craziest thing ever. And I just absolutely love it. So once again, this is Roy Hargrove's. Uh, oh, by the way, if you're looking for the album, I don't think you're going to find it under Roy Hargrove. The, I think the group at this time was called The RH Factor. I think he did two albums with The RH Factor. Um, but the song is called Poetry. Mate, his little build-ups at the end of each phrase, like, 
yeah. but with the kicks. Oh, mate, I love that. Yeah. So good. Mate, these, no, choice, th- these choices go have been ahead. good, mate. We should do this, this more. Been fun. Yeah, we should do this more often, mate. Because now I really want to go play drums, but it's uh, nine o'clock in the evening, and I unfortunately can't go play drums right now, which is really sad. Is it weird, or is it since I'm not a dad? Is it wrong to take Travis out of his bed at nine p.m. and then go to your storage shed and just rip chops just, while he's in there with some I'm, Vic Firth headphones on? I'm kind of thinking, will the Bluetooth monitor reach tw- <laughs> the uh, like, baby monitor like fifteen miles? Checking it real? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So. Yeah. As somebody that's never had a child. Yeah, I think so. I think blue, I, I'm pretty sure Bluetooth is 15 miles. That's the range okay, on cool. the dot. Yeah. And, yeah. It, can, and it can go through a storage container as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Because I know that when I step outside <laughs> while wearing my AirPods, they actually absolutely fail. And I'm like six feet away from my know, phone. So mate. I think 15 miles is fun. <laughs> You're golden, buddy. Um, well, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed hearing this stuff and just hearing the songs that showed up in our past. I always talk about if you were able to take a lesson with one of your heroes, one thing you should always ask them is, hey, when you were 17, what were you listening to? What were the things that got you on the kit when you were in your 20s? What do you listen to when you're just not inspired to practice? And you know, we picked this topic a few days ago, but then all of a sudden you have to kind of go through. Oh, yeah, there sorry. we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, like a radio host. Just fading in music whilst you're talking, fading it out. Crushing it. But we, when, as soon as we pick this topic, all of a sudden I'm in my, you know, my Spotify list and in my iTunes folders going like, God, there's, there's so many that I don't know any. I can't think off the top of my head. If somebody said yeah. favorite groove of all time, it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you a softball pitch with some Zeppelin tune. Just give you a bottom and serve it up for you. Like, I want to dig deep and find something. But what's funny is listening to the Roy Hargrove track and the Richard Spaven track on both of those, what I noticed, and I wonder if this is just a theme with the things that I enjoy, there were extremely simple rhythms in the vocal line, like very pop 4-4 vocals with crazy drums underneath them. Yeah, yeah. You know? I love that stuff, man. Yeah, just very simple. I mean, that's why I fell in love with Blink early on. Just so, Mm. so simple with just like that selfish part of me being a drummer, just like hearing the things I wanted to hear as a drummer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Absolutely. dead simple stuff with a crazy fill over the top. I'm like, sign me up, mate. Any day. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that this episode has gotten you to want to get back on the kid. I hope for all of our... Student, students, oh, for all of our listeners out there, I got to get out of teacher mode. I can't do it. <laughs> for all of our listeners and for the patrons, I hope you guys get excited to play the drums too and understand that we all go through that time where it's like, I'm kind of freaking out because I don't want to play the drums. Is this the moment where I finally fell out of love with my instrument? And just know that, no, it's not. You'll always come back to this instrument. You'll always find your passion. And sometimes you do have to force it. And the way that I force it is through the past. Like I'm always looking forward for myself, but when it comes to inspiration, sometimes I do have to go back to the videos that I watched growing up, the albums I listened to growing up. Mate, yeah. Some, um, sometimes I just have to go back to being like an actual, uh, like teenager and just put on headphones yeah, and pretend, exactly. I'm on, pretend I'm on stage with like my favorite band, you know? Love that. Yeah. I mean, it becomes tough when you know too much. I remember, I, I mean, that's what caused me to get into audiobooks and then eventually podcasts was I couldn't turn on the radio without knowing the drummer that I was listening to. And it, it was just too personal. It was like, good God, like 
I, I miss just hearing music and knowing nothing about it and trying to discover it for the first time. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, for sure. So, all right, real quick, one little piece of business to get to before we get out of here. We're going to do this live on the air because why not? Uh, how are you feeling about a Saturday practice pad hang with the patrons? Beautiful, mate. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, let's You're do good it, mate. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the calendar now. By the way, uh, on this day, uh, three years ago, because <laughs> I can't say, but a few years ago on this day, my wife, Amber Johnston, was born. Today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday. So, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going home to spend the rest of the day with her and watch TV, probably. Amazing, um, man. Because I never chill on a Saturday. So we will be doing this podcast. Or I'm sorry. We'll do the patron practice pad hang on Saturday, October 2nd. So Saturday, October 2nd, we will get in some hang time and we will play drums together. Bring your pad. And if you are not a Patreon a patron, my God, I hate that word. Yeah, yet. I know, mate. I know. Oh. Let's just call them what we want. Like, let's let they, they can make up their own word for this stuff. Okay. Because I, I don't if, know what is going I, on. If you guys want to name yourselves, go for it. You are our crew. You're our family. You support this podcast and we appreciate it. And we get to hang out and play on our practice pads with you and have a little lesson time. So that'll be at. We might have to change the time because we've had a few people that complain about the time and say, look, I really want to do it, but I live in this area. And I never get to join your guys' Zoom hang. So we'll, we'll look into that. But we will do it on October 2nd. You can count on it. So if you're not a patron yet and you'd like to be, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash drum with Mike and Eddie or click on the link in the description. If you don't want to support the podcast financially or you just can't, we fully understand that. Maybe you could just head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and write a little review because that's how other drummers find this podcast. The more drummers that find this podcast the better it is for everybody because this is probably one of the only drumming podcasts or even musical podcasts that I've ever seen that basically deals with the mental health side of this frustrating ass instrument. Exactly, mate. Well said. Well sold, mate. Um, oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, brilliant. Episode 55. is in 55 already, is it? <laughs> Bro, my. you have no... Like, we're literally... Like, we're legit podcasters. Oh my God, yeah. Mate, we are. We are flipping 55 out. hours. I, I'm just getting into the swing of it now, mate. I think the tea's finally hit and I'm just like, I don't want it to end. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go spend yeah, my, yeah. some time with my wife, okay, but yeah. dude, hang out here. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Just leave, just leave it rolling, mate. Just leave it rolling. <laughs> Actually saying that, Anthony Joshua is just about to fight. Um, you know, AJ, just about to have a boxing match. I don't match. even. Okay. No. Big boxing match is happening tonight, mate. So uh, okay. I'm going to watch that. Well, you watch that, and I have to say, to UK's finest young Formula One driver today, Lando Norris took pole position for the first time in his career for McLaren. So, Boom. sorry, Lewis Hamilton, you did not make the front row. The front row is Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz for Ferrari. So, you've got a McLaren Ferrari 1 2, both cars that Eddie and I have owned for quite a while and love them passionately. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh mate hey. thank you for the patreon support you finance yeah. my mclaren and mike's ferrari I'm, so i love it yeah. like, uh, i actually called my ferrari patron because i'm like <laughs> i just appreciate you guys so much that i was able to buy this seven hundred thousand dollars supercar everyone have an oh. amazing week get some practice in we love you tons but for now episode 55 is in the can Cheers.
Chow chow. There we go. Ah. Did that hurt? Ah. That looked like it hurt. <laughs> that looked like it hurt. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. There you okay. go, mate. Whatever. There we go. Boom. <laughs>